Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I am very tired. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. How are you? Oh, uh, about as well as can be expected. <laughs> oh. Oh, you know. Um, I to wake up one morning and have less rights than when you went to bed with is really quite a feeling that I don't think a lot of people in uh can say that they've experienced in their lifetime per per se. Well, <laughs> up until now. Also, probably not accurate. I think it's been a while since we've had like a go to bed find wake up not so much. Sure. <laughs> no, you don't feel that way. I mean, it hasn't been an easy life for a lot of people. <laughs> for sure. You're right. You're right. And I'm not trying should... to shame because this is still a very big thing. This is a big thing. But you're right. I do need to uh, think about shit when I say things. So you're right. I know that's thank not how you, you meant for, it. So it's okay. <laughs> thank you for uh thank you for <laughs> what is the thing I'm looking for? This is genuine, I promise. I just I know uh, it is. <laughs> I can't think of the right word. Thank you for, like for you? <laughs> helping me. Yes, thank you for checking me. Thank you for helping me. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you as well. I also that is think to that say, it is important to, this is a stressful time this for is people a very stressful who time. could become pregnant. And obviously everybody who is going through this should take it easy on themselves. Absolutely. Give yourself grace, folks. Uh, I will say that this podcast is unapologetically pro-choice. We always will be. Uh, I think I feel comfortable speaking for both of us there. Yeah. Um, you're like, I'm Shockingly, not correcting my... you, am I? <laughs> Actually, my opinion changed over the weekend. Actually, so how Over the you? week, after this past weekend, my opinion has changed. Uh, no, um, yeah, abortion really should always be safe, should always be legal. Uh, yeah. What a person with a uterus does with their body when and if it's they become business. pregnant is their own fucking business. So yeah, absolutely nothing to do with me unless it it's has not, yeah, that's not my listen. We have discussed many times on this podcast that I work at a uh, women's health clinic. I work at a women's health organization. Um, I don't, but I am a woman. <laughs> I do have a uterus, and I, I utilize also have a uterus. Health centers and health clinics. So, so as a person who helps people get access to birth control, access to uh, abortion care, access to other forms of care that people just need because they're people. Right. Like, this is really, this is quite a stressful time for people with uteruses. Um, Yeah. Worth putting back out. Uh, Despite a lot of misinformation on the part of the media, Abortion is still safe and legal in the state of Michigan. Uh, There's been a couple of counties that have said that they were going to try to prosecute people. And because of the 1931 abortion ban, and then they've had to come back out later and say, oop, actually, 
the governor says we're not allowed to do that because this is a state law. So we have to listen to what she says. And I'm like, well, no shit. Right. But also, like, how hard is it to just leave people in their bodies alone? Apparently really fucking hard. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's never been my experience. I find it's quite easy to just let people do what they uh, want. Yeah. It it costs me zero dollars to stay the fuck out of people's business. Yeah. So, um, there are lots and lots of resources that if you or someone you know needs to access abortion health care, don't, uh, don't be fooled. Many, many states still have safe legal access to abortion. They can get you away there if you need help. Um, if you need help with any of those resources, I would be happy to help you find them. So just email the podcast. And uh, for people who don't know how to help, there are lots of different funds going around to help people find places, different organizations that yes. help people get access, I know figure out me. where to go safely. Absolutely. Planned it's, Parenthood It's not is... just Planned Parenthood. It's not just, though. There's no, so much more than that. absolutely not just Planned Parenthood. Donate and, to your local abortion and fund. Yeah. Like, your city likely has one, and you don't know about it. Look around. Local stuff is definitely the way to go if you can. Because, I mean, obviously Planned Parenthood, um, I'm sure it gets hit with its own loss of funding in whatever way, shape, or form. But it is the biggest name out there. So they're definitely, and all the big, any celebrity, most likely, is donating to Planned Parenthood. For sure. Which is not a bad thing. They should. Donate to your local Planned Parenthood Parenthood affiliate, though. Like, that's not to say that you shouldn't donate to, like, the Planned Parenthood, like the Planned Parenthood Federation of America, because they're great. Like, they're the ones that are in charge. But if you donate specifically to your local affiliate, uh, for example, your closest would be Planned Parenthood of Lansing. Um, That's part of Planned Parenthood of Michigan. Mm -hmm. that would be objectively uh, a great place to donate. We love Planned Parenthood of Michigan in this house. Yes, we do. As for me and my house, we love (laughs) Planned Parenthood of Michigan. And we love supporting our communities in whatever way we can. Period. Specifically when it comes to disadvantaged women. Period. Good place to start. Disadvantaged women, disadvantaged people with uteruses, disadvantaged pregnantable folks. Uh, all right <laughs> are you on the side of TikTok where it's that sound from Jay and Silent Bob where they're like are you with those people who the assholes with posters of dead babies standing outside yelling at people no me and Silent pro-choice but a woman does with their bodies are fucking business uh no but I just know that quote I love this i've never seen jay and silent bob but i love it's that i'm on dogma. this side of tiktok is it hell yeah, yeah i have seen dogma so <laughs> i you. hate that you don't recall that i'm sorry i've only seen it once and i'm pretty sure i was drunk honestly uh the main character bethany she works at an abortion clinic hell yeah oh <laughs> one last thing on abortion access check your local churches there are surprisingly quite a lot of churches that help which is great. 
We love that for them. Yes. <laughs> anyway, what are we? Uh, I'm Brittany. I'm Raina. This is uh, a pro-choice podcast called Chismal Sus and Chainsaws. We're uh, talking today we're today, talking Raina. about Fear Street, 1994. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, this is part one of a trilogy. Uh, this came out last year, 2021. Oh, damn. Uh, this is on Netflix, so I have no numbers. No, no. But I loved that I didn't have to pay for this, though, so thank you. Yes, we love accessibility. <laughs> um, this is based, like, the concept loosely, I believe. Probably mostly the name. I haven't read the books. Uh, based off of R.L. Stein's book series called Fear Street. Interesting. Uh, apparently, in 1997, mm-hmm. Hollywood Pictures struck a deal to acquire the Fear Street series. Mm-hmm. They were planning on doing a Scream-like feature franchise. Wow. They wanted to do a bunch of different movies. That's really... They said, you know what? Me too. I, <laughs> and want, then what literally... they... I want what they have. And then literally nothing happened. <laughs> Uh, and then in 2015, it was announced that a film was being developed by 20th Century Studios, uh, which was then 20th Century Fox before Disney bought say, it. I was going to say, are they not that anymore? No, because Disney bought them. That's So they're 20th Century stu- Studios that, now. That's certainly something. Uh, in 2017, Kyle Killen was hired as a screenwriter who helped write this story as well. Um, and then nothing pretty. It was like so slow to actually happen. Well, right. If we go from 2017 to 2021, that's four years. That's a long yeah. time in the movie world. Um, and then like filming didn't even start until 2019. Oh, my God. So I don't know what they were doing. Fucking around, clearly. They Uh, said, I don't need to make all that money. The film was scheduled to be released theatrically in June of 2020. Oops. Obviously. Both from the schedule because of COVID. Oops. And then in April of 2020, there was another production company, Churnin Entertainment, that was involved and they ended their distribution deal with 20th Century Studios Oops. and instead turned around and made a multi-year deal with Netflix. Fuck yeah, bro. And then by August of 2020, Netflix got the distribution rights and they released it in July of 2021. That's kick-ass. And this has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds about right. The website says, Fear Street Part 1, 1994, kicks off the trilogy in promising fashion, honoring the source material with plenty of retro slasher appeal. (sighs) Most critics liked it. Generally favorable reviews. Vulture described it as a nasty, effective slasher. Which I feel like I wouldn't really call it that. That's not how I would describe it, but okay. 
not nasty. <laughs> like, it's not gritty enough, necessarily, for me to describe mm-hmm. it as nasty. Mm-hmm. Except for that one death scene. Um, the Hollywood Reporter said, it probably won't have you triple-checking the locks on your door, but it's likely to keep you entertained enough to come back for more. Yes. Which I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> um, and then that's all I have for a previewing note. Are you so ready to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Get into it. Yeah. My first note says, uh, I really relate to Maya Hawk in this first scene. Is that just her in the bookstore? Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, great choice. And then this, the woman going, it's trash. Low ah. horror. And then she's like, have a nice night. As, as the woman's walking away, she off. just flips her off. Like, that's that. big mood. <laughs> that's a very, yeah, I would call that. Uh, Raina, uh, Raina yeah. ask. Yeah, that fits. Um, I think this is a great opening scene. Do you mean like, like the whole opening sequence? Yeah. Do you I disagree? Agree. <laughs> no, no, I don't. You disagree. were so quiet. I was like, hmm, well, I'm trying to figure out. Like, are you talking about the whole thing about them being in the mall, even though that's not actually what the story's about? Or are you talking about? Like, yeah. her just being there. Okay. I think it's the first good kill of the movie. It sets it up. Yes. I definitely thought that this is what the movie was about the first time I tried to watch this. Which is why I couldn't get into it. What do you mean? <laughs> um, so, up until now, I had never watched this movie the whole way through. I really enjoyed this. Right. However, I thought that I would like it because you've recommended it before so Mm -hmm. I started to watch it and got to like I didn't even get all the way through the mall sequence before I lost interest gotcha I don't know why you would stop watching a movie I just didn't think it was interesting I was like I don't think that this is good like okay so he kills a bunch of people in a mall like it's like 15 minutes yeah I couldn't get into it if you just stick through the credits. Well, see, I know that now. I don't understand how you consume media. <laughs> I, sometimes I don't have the patience. I'm like, this, this story, I, I can't do this right now. I can't get into this. This does not look interesting to me. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm a little bit more fickle with my media. I think so. <laughs> um. um. The first jump scare, Caleb said, ah, I almost shit myself. I was so scared. And what I thought that that was scare? the man walking behind her. Um. <laughs> uh, and I was like, baby, that really wasn't even that scary. And he was like, no, no, I, it was. And I was like, all right, sure. Whatever you, whatever you say. Well, my next note says Ryan. No, I thought like I took I took notes because I thought that this was the the, the <laughs> like this was going to be the plot. Uh, I thought that it was fucked up that the cop just left her there to die. Oh yeah. Well, we get more of his backstory in the sequels. Interesting. Okay. There's a lot more um, 
story to delve into. I'm interested and excited to cover the rest of these after watching this. Um, yeah, part two is probably my favorite just because it's more of a traditional sort of slasher. Which one is part two? What is what is the year? Part on that? two is 1978. It's like a camp. It's oh, it's Camp Nightwing. Did you? Yeah, did you stick around for the preview? Yes, I did. I have notes. Okay, because it happens. It happens so quickly that I figured you just would. Like it's not even like a thirty second pause. No. It jumps in pretty quickly. Because these came out like within a week of each other. Like, it was one, and then it was, like, a week, and then another week. Weird. I liked it. Um, the intro credits really bombard you with a lot of fucking information. Yes, they absolutely do. There's so much. It's, like, all these newspaper things, newspaper headlines about a bunch of different stories that don't make sense. Old printing press type of, of depictions of witches and hangings yeah. and fire and shit i have a note i'm i wrote that i was interested to see how all of the intro title credits are related because it's so much information that it's just like what do these th- what 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 do you want me to look at here what's the connection you want me to draw so there's a witch there's some newspapers then what you know like i don't know i thought it was a little much <laughs> Um, my next note is a quote. She reaches from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slaves. Her wicked slaves! And I love that. <laughs> I love a good rhyme. I mean, who among us can resist? <laughs> um, um, so we see uh, the main girl whose name escapes Dina. Dina. And she, in this opening scene, like, or her opening scene, it seems like she's, like, writing a, not, like, a breakup letter, but, like, post-breakup letter. Post-breakup note to this person. Somebody named Sam. And she's, like, all lonesome, listening to sad, very angsty 90s music. Very 90s angst. Which... I don't know about y'all. I love to see it. <laughs> I like Dina. I think that she's a very likable character. She is a very, very likable character. And she seems familiar. Have we seen this actress before? Do you know? I haven't. I think she just she just seems like a normal person. There's an accessibility there that you don't always get. I think so. I'm going to look her up. Please continue. I think, I think that a lot about the majority of these characters that we see in Fear Street. They just feel very normal. Yes. These people seem like kids. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she's all sad because of her breakup and her brother teases her about it. And I think the friends tease her about it. And that's a whole thing. About her breakup with Sam? Yes. Yes. Because it's very much... I mean, they're in high school. Uh, I hear an echo. Sorry, you're in a weird spot on my my bed. I'm trying to 
look this fucking actress up. <laughs> I don't think you know her from anything. I don't know her from anything. I swear to God, I've seen this girl before. Like, none I, of these... I, none of these things sound familiar. Damn. Well, she's about our age, though. She's a Canadian actress. Hold on. Maybe I've seen her in Letterkenny. Personal life. Filmography. Here we go. Um... So we made our two friends, Kate and Simon. Kate's in like the little cheerleader outfit. Very clearly like smart. Little smart alecky girl. Yes. And Simon just kind of seems like a burnout. Not quite burnout, but like, you know what I mean? Like a slacker. Yeah. Yes. But it's fun to see them interact because they just, it feels like a friendship. Yes, this was again. We talked this, about the accessibility of, yeah, of these characters. Like this is what high school friendships felt like. Yeah. Um. One criticism I have is, um, I love the soundtrack. I think that all of the songs are great, Agreed. but it just in this intro it just changes so quickly from song to song. It's like. Especially when uh, Dina and Josh show up to school and like Josh is walking down the hall and he's got one song playing and then it cuts to Dina and then it cuts to a different song. And I think that that's an important distinction too because it kind of shows you like both and almost like you're both in the same reality, you're both having the same existence, but it, it shows you like what a powerful influence music is. Well, yes, but it just happens so quickly and it just keeps happening. Like then she puts her headphones on, it's a different song. And then yes. she's on the bus and it's a different song. And now she's yes. got her headphones back on, it's a new song. And now the bus is moving and it's a different song. Okay, can we talk about this fucking bus? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? How is this bus driver not yelling at these kids to sit the fuck down on the way home? I don't think he cares. His job is to drive the bus. <laughs> you, your job is to make sure that those kids get safely from point A to point B. His job is to drive the bus. <laughs> I think we have a fundamental disagreement about what a, a professional bus driver's responsibility is to the children on their bus. <laughs> I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree here. <laughs> I think you're reading a lot more into this. <laughs> I think it's it needs up. to be read into. This man's just trying to drive the bus home. <laughs> uh, my next note says, you're really going to go out there to stab someone? Uh, Dina gets like suspicious that somebody is outside once they finally do all get home. and she It's just, like, just really funny that you don't have any notes about Sam being a girl. No. About the I, fight we all at knew. The I mean, vigil. we all knew, right? No. <laughs> oh, I totally saw that coming. Yeah. I was like, damn, this bitch is gay. <laughs> the way she was but talking have... about Sam 
there's no way that Sam was a man. <laughs> but you don't have any notes about the fight at the vigil. You don't have any notes about no. the actual car crash. About no. the fact that Sam then sees the witch right there. I wasn't really sure it was happening. I kind of thought she was just having a seizure, honestly. Like, her brain was hallucinating for her. You don't have any note about how Simon goes, oh, see, she's fine. And then immediately, Sam pukes up blood all over them. Nope. No. You don't have any note about how (laughs) the cop says, I'm on your side? No. You're missing all these important beats. (laughs) Um, okay. <laughs> okay, go so to where you're at. <laughs> are we now where I am? Yeah, a lot okay. fucking happens. Okay, so... <laughs> like so you're just she, blowing past. Sorry. So she she's, seems really confident in her knife skills. She then comes back in. And there were shown these two small children fucking sorting drugs for that smart-ass girl. Yeah, for Kate. Kate. And she goes... I'll let you watch my so-called life with me. Which I think is very funny. That's very nice. Really funny. I love it. It is. I've never seen my so-called life, though. That's really funny. Sorry. I think you would really like it. That's what they tell me. I just, I have a hard time investing in new shows. Because, like, what if I don't like it? It's only it? a season. It got canceled. Ah, uh, that's It's very freaks and geeks. Tragic, but reassuring. Well, yeah, that's why I told you that. <laughs> it's only one season. <laughs> Very freaks and geeks. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's your I, next note? Well, after that, I don't have a note until Dina goes, they go to the hospital. Well, so, so yeah, um, a guy dressed in the skeleton suit from the opening sequence is outside of Dina's house. And she goes out there with a knife because she assumes that it's Peter, Sam's new boyfriend. Yes. Or one of his stupid little friends. His um, football friends. Yeah. His football douchebag, Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale devils. Sunnyvale devils and shady side shady witches. Shady side witches. Aren't, do you feel, I want your opinion on this. Okay. Do you feel like them calling themselves the shady side witches is a little bit much yes okay i feel like they should have changed that like you're really poking fun at a tragedy here like you don't have this is clearly a recurrent issue like maybe we shouldn't glorify this yeah okay I really thought that I was being too sensitive there. Thank you so much for that affirmation. Um, as they're driving from Shadyside to Sunnyvale, though, that whole stretch really looked like my old hometown. Like the city that my mom and dad live in. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, I got that. Well, isn't that what they're going for? I don't know. I don't know if they're going for small town or poverty. I guess those Probably two things go hand in hand, but I wouldn't call them. Eh, not necessarily. Yeah. But like, they're not mutually exclusive. You can have one without the other. Right. But I think they're going for both. Interesting. Then, yes. 
yeah. <laughs> Small town um, poverty is its own, uh, is its own <laughs> aesthetic. But yeah, so the skeleton guy runs away. He disappears. And then we cut to Kate and Simon divvying up their drugs, having the children sort their drugs for them. Divvy the drugs! And the skeleton guy shows up there and then leaves. And so, what is that noise? Oh, sorry. Is that better? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> it was like a bug zapper. No. Was, wait, was it this? No, I didn't hear anything there. Oh, is it this? No, I don't uh, hear anything. I don't uh, know what it was. Huh, weird. Um, but yeah, so then Kate and Simon drop off the kids somewhere else. At the neighbor's house. To, yeah, at the neighbor's house and then go to Dina's house and then they're going to go confront Sam, hope to find the stupid boyfriend. So they go to the hospital. And then my next note says, really harsh for Sam to tell Dina that she's going to end up like her dad. Old and drunk and going nowhere. Yeah. Those are some harsh words. A very harsh. I have two notes before that. What are your notes? You're right, Josh. That is whack. Thanks. Yeah. That was really, really important. I love that. <laughs> um, and they tell us what kind of drugs they were, which I was impressed with because I the whole time was like, what kind of fucking drugs are these kids selling? <laughs> What did you have? It's 1994. I mean, they had drugs then. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, yeah, but not, I don't know. I'm less worried about the opioid crisis in the 90s, you know? <laughs> yeah, they had other drugs. <laughs> they had other drugs, and I wanted to know what they were. They were Ritalin and Percocet, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I think it's fair to want to know what they were. <laughs> well, now you, now you know, because I took a note. Old and drunk and going nowhere. Yes. My next note. Because, um, yeah, so Dina yeah. comes in, confronts Sam. She's like, your stupid little boyfriend <laughs> been outside our houses. And she's like, what are you talking He's been here the whole time, which, very sweet. I think that guy's a douche, but I like that he stayed by Definitely <laughs> a douche. Definitely um, a fucking douche. Because immediately my next note is, Peter deserved it. <laughs> he deserved to die. <laughs> he had it coming. He definitely did. Uh, my next note says, the desk nurse did not deserve to die. No, certainly not. Hold on. Where is that? Hold on. Um, so that is, they have started running. And Sam and Dina are hiding behind the desk. And then they look over and the nurse is dead. Do we, is that before or is that after we meet uh, Ruby Lane? That's before, because Ruby Lane doesn't happen until they go to the cops, the police station. Okay, because I have a note that says, was that a zombie child? That's um, a fair guess. Oh, and then my next zombie, two notes. Zombie child is, my next note is, ooh, confusing killer, because uh, the guy's, the skeleton guy's mask falls off, and it's Ryan from the beginning, and yes. he's got a bullet wound to the head. Yes. My next two notes are, you shot her in all caps, and then in all caps on the next page, she got up! (laughs) My next note just says, you always hurt the one you love. Because again, I just love a little jingle. (laughs) I like a little song. 
my next note says, where do I know Dina from? The answer is I don't. I don't. You don't? No, I looked through her entire filmography. I don't know anything she's ever been in. I've heard of one of the TV shows she was in, but I've never watched it. That's fair. This one is metal as fuck, dude. My next note says, I want more background on every single killer. Same. Give me, give me a little mini series. Give me, sell it to me now. Because <laughs> uh, we go to, um, we're back at Dina and Josh's house, and Josh is like, "Wait, did she look like this? Did she sing a little song?" And did he's she like, oh sing a little ditty for you? <laughs> Put on a little song and dance. <laughs> Don't give you the old razzle dance. But so then he slams a stupid little newspaper down. He's like, it's Ruby Lane. And it was Ruby Lane. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. He's like, what does it mean? <laughs> and so they're putting all the pieces together. But then they name like four or five different killers. And I'm like, we just blew past. That's a lot of information. <laughs> I need the rest of that. I, I can't like just dangle that in front of me. Uh, then my next note says, sweet Jane is such a bop. Sweet Jane. Do I know that song? It's a song. You do. It's in Natural Born Killers. Is that what I knew it from? I probably yes. recognized it. Uh, clearly, this was pre-Blair Witch because these kids were way too chill about going into the woods at night. As they're, like, going back out. Once they figure right? out where the fuck, like, what's happening to them. Uh, that's so dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb. Don't. What is? Don't Stop do saying that. that's so dumb. Stop. Tell me what is. Don't go into the woods at night. Preferably. Well, they're thinking they can solve it. This is classic 1994 white children behavior. Well, I got news for you. It's 1994. Uh, you don't. I hate night hiking. Like, there are people who find that enjoyable. I fucking hate night hiking. I No, that sounds awful. When it's nighttime, I want to be inside my tent, ready to go to bed. I might sit out I at the campfire for a little bit, but be. I want to be back in my tent. I want to be in my house. <laughs> in my four walls! Yep. Uh, we're camping at my mom's this weekend. We're camping in the front yard, uh, which is honestly one of my favorite places to camp, because it's got Indoor plumbing within walking distance. <laughs> and it's nice and quiet. That's nice. It's really I'm sure quiet. you like that. It's so quiet. And it's so dark. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Objectively, the safest place to camp, right, mom and dad, front yard. <laughs> well, that's fair. Yes. Like a classic <laughs> tourist. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think Very it's a bad funny. idea for I them don't... to walk around in the woods at night. And I think it's a bad idea for them to, like, go into it not – without asking anybody, I guess, without really doing research, without – and I know they, they're kind of on a time crunch. Don't get me wrong. The internet was not a big thing yet. Yeah, it was like, it's what kind of research do you want them to do? It's 1994. I don't know. Don't you have a town witch or something? The creepy girl that everybody thinks is a secret Satanist or something? Yeah, they don't have one of those. Ugh, foolish. <laughs> the closest thing is Josh. Foolish. Um, because, like, yeah, you you literally can fix this. It's okay. 
you just you have to ask her how it costs you zero dollars to go hey to I'm ask really, really sorry the witch how are they going to get in touch with the witch you have to sit by her bones and talk to her you have to call her out that's dumb disagree again they I think killers coming after them listen bro hoist yourself up in a tree or some shit I don't know you gotta do what you gotta do you have to apologize to her sincerely. I don't think you know what she wants. She has been disrespected. Well, guess what? That's not what's going to fix it. <laughs> I know how the story ends. <laughs> Are you talking about this movie or the whole story? This movie. <laughs> this storyline. <laughs> I know that I've seen all three of these movies. I know how it ends. I know, I know what she wants. <laughs> I don't know what she wants, but this is my guess. I'm telling you, you're wrong. <laughs> that would be a bad mistake. You would have been murdered. <laughs> Oops. Well, uh, I acted in accordance with my values. My therapist and I are working on that. Um, stop being <laughs> anxious that's about fair. shit that goes wrong, Brittany. You acted in accordance with your values. That's all you can do. That's all you can do, bro. Um, this plot makes me excited to see the other two movies. Nice. I absolutely, I don't have any notes until they're back at the school. Uh, <laughs> and I they, don't... like, go off in their two little pairs and then Simon's just by himself. Yes. I have one note that I don't know. Oh, nope. That's as uh, Josh goes in with Kate. Oh, yeah. In the bathroom. What is it? Well, she calls him into the stall and is like, can you help me? But, like, the way that she said it was super fucking weird. So I said, she's probably dead, question mark? She's almost dead. I thought maybe she was a zombie now. I didn't know where this was going. Okay, Uh, that's fair. Um, They're not zombies. They're not zombies. (laughs) Uh, So I said, oh, no, she just wants to fuck. It's also so interesting that I just remember the first time watching this and I think it's very funny that you're like oh maybe she was a zombie I'm like I never thought there were zombies I thought there were ghosts the entire time really (laughs) yeah I never got a zombie from that interesting even from when we saw Ryan for the first time I was like "Mm, that's a ghost (laughs) interesting (laughs) well and then we saw Ruby and I was like ah ghost ah (laughs) these are ghosts ghost children um, but yeah, this scene is very funny to me. Josh is smooth as fuck. I think it's so funny. So they kiss, and Dina and Sam are like making out. Like if they're if they, they are distracted. all breaking the sex rule. Yeah, <laughs> every single one of them broke the sex rule. I was like, and I know that like realistically, none of these quote-unquote children are children but it's still weird i'm made anxious i still feel weird about it i'm like "Mm." (laughs) i don't like sex scenes when i'm supposed to believe that these are kids anybody's under 18 (laughs) i'm like i don't like it you can kiss that's great you can have hands you can kiss you can hug that's fine yeah anything else that needs to happen off screen i don't want to see it it makes me feel weird (laughs) i'm i might laugh if you're like letting him get to second base like, that's even pushing it a little bit. 
anything well, beyond also, that, I'm like, like mm, no. I guess, I guess if it's like playing it up, that it's awkward, that it's an yes. awkward first time. Yes, maybe, and like the whole scene that I can find comical. Then sure, maybe, but like Dina and Sam, they were no, they were was, going for it, bro. They were going. For it. it was like. <laughs> I don't. She said, "Happy know. Pride Month, bitch." I was like, "Those are children." Those are kids, right? And like, they're not. So I get why it's. But it's like but the also. Riverdale effect. I'm like, it's not. If I'm supposed to think that you're under eighteen, I don't need to see it. It makes me feel weird. Yeah. Sorry for my rant. <laughs> so they decide that they're gonna lure all of these people into the. Like all of these killers into this bathroom and then yes. they were just going to blow them up they had this whole big elaborate plan they finally blow these zombies up were shown their <laughs> charred fucking remains and then they decide that they're going to reassemble themselves and my yep. note here is rebuilding zombies is fucking gross this is way too fucking squelchy <laughs> it's again it's the zombies versus ghosts <laughs> Because my note says, why would they think fire would fill it, fully kill these ghosts? Because they're zombies! They're not zombies. They're definitely zombies. They're way too corporeal to be ghosts. They're I could understand squishy. that argument, but they're not zombies. They're definitely not ghosts. They're definitely not zombies. What are they? <laughs> anyway, um, I hate it. So there's that. Uh, until you're dead, though, that's clever. <laughs> that's clever. My next note is about so we see um, this note passed through this door, and it just says it's happening again. And then we oh, don't get anything out of that. Nothing else happens about that. I kind of forgot about it. I didn't even take a I note. I figured on it. you would. You should remember that. <laughs> I did not even take a note on it, no. I figured you didn't. No. My next note says, let's Timothy this bitch. What the fuck did I miss? I don't have any notes until Kate dies. <laughs> As, uh, what's his name, Simon, is trying to explain how they're going to kill Kate and then bring her back. They're going to kill Sam. Sam, and, and kill her back. My mistake. Uh, it's very funny listening to this. I, I love the plan. And this story, though, of About his trying brother. to like explain to us how yeah. he brought his brother back to life. I'm very like, funny. What the fuck? Yeah. This is some classic small town bullshit, though. I won't lie to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> they ask how they're going to bring her back. <laughs> said EpiPens. They're like, how many EpiPens? I don't know. Thousands! <laughs> I mean, but that's like really genius. <laughs> and here's thing. the thing. This is how we know it's 1994 because those EpiPens aren't locked in a fucking safe. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, just losing them. These were probably, just losing this you know, six to ten bucks a piece. Yeah. Uh, now they fucking should be, first of all. Not to go on another social justice rant in this episode, but yeah, I don't God have damn it, medicine don't should be fucking affordable. That. Yeah, how hard is it to not let people die? No, apparently really fucking hard. 
I, you're right. You're right. My bad. Guess I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> Here I go. Anyway, my next note says Kate is not nice. I love that. I Josh agree. is like, oh, she's probably just trying to be nice to me, you know, since we're going to die. And Simon's like, no, no. We might Kate die. Is not yeah, nice. but Kate's not nice. She's <laughs> not. Right, she's not. Kate's Justice mean. For mean girls. <laughs> Rena. <laughs> Rena, stop romanticizing mean girls. She's not mean in like a bad way that we know of. She's not mean like Regina George. She's mean like you're mean. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I say justice for mean girls. <laughs> She's mean. Probably closer to like a Janicean. Yes. Where she would be mean to the right person in a fear. Yes. It's definitely crossing the line. But. <laughs> um. Yeah, my next note is poor Kate. That's Poor a, Kate. That's a brutal way to die. It really is. But Oof. it's also, my God, the best death in this entire movie. It's wild. Like, I can't believe my eyes beheld that. Well, and it's also, like, because immediately my next note after that is Poor Simon. And it's, for me at least, I think it was unexpected to kill off both best friends. I wasn't sure what to expect. I knew, though, that if they killed off one, they were going to have to kill off the other. That's fair. And then... (laughs) Dina tries to give Sam CPR. Yes. Oh, oh, no, wait, right before that. As she's slamming... So she fucking drowns Sam. Yes. Which was not the plan. Well, because she starts throwing out the pills, which, of course, she's going to do that. The body is not. (laughs) Your body doesn't want you to do that, honey. Right. Like, I get that. I hear it. (laughs) Um, So as Dina is slamming these fucking EpiPens into Sam's sternum, she's like, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. I want you to know. For the record, (laughs) she is absolutely not doing it right absolutely not doing it right it's funny it hurt me to watch that I was like you dumb motherfucker and I know that you don't know better but bro I'm so glad we have more education programs now so that more people know how to use EpiPens the right way (laughs) god damn so there's that She's also really bad at CPR. Like, that's not how you do CPR. Yeah. Uh, Her compressions are shit. Caleb actually commented about it as I was writing it, which I thought was funny (laughs) as fuck. Uh, But I am glad that it worked. (laughs) I'm glad that it worked. Yeah, at the end, it's just the three of them alive. And then it cuts to, like, they're at the police station afterwards. And the cops interviewing them all. He's like talking to Dina and he's like, Your friends are gonna go down for this. They're dead. Like she's like, it's they didn't do it, but they're dead and we're here. So that's like they're all obviously sticking to their story as they should. As they should. Um They also have their first gay kiss in front of Sam's mom, which is a beautiful moment. 
yes, a very, very important thing, I think, to see. Based off of the little that we know about her moms. Um, and then something that we kind of skipped over earlier is that um, we find we had found out that there was one survivor from seventy uh, eight. C Berman. C Berman, and they try and call her. She doesn't answer, and then she calls Dina back after they're at their house, and she's like, uh, "Dina says something about like." Yeah, thanks for nothing. Like, we figured it out. It's fine. Seaborg was like, it's never over. Don't know what you're talking about. And then Sam walks in and stabs Dina. Yes. And then <laughs> Dina goes downstairs and taps Josh on the shoulder. And she's like, Sam's not feeling like herself. And she's tied up in the kitchen in the telephone cord. <laughs> And I just think it's a really good cliffhanger. <laughs> and then it skips to to be continued. Yeah, and then like immediately it's a preview for 1978. Yes. I think the visual of her tied up in the phone cord is really funny. And it's very good. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing like what happens there. Like how does that resolve? But also yeah. how do you give me the how do you do that and give me the 1980 or 1978 story? Mhm. I'm intrigued. And that's fair straight. <laughs> you ready to read it? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Um, right. I'm going to give this movie four and a half chainsaws. This was wow. really good. I liked this. It was mostly easy to follow. Uh, it kept me guessing. I was excited. Uh, and I'm really pumped to watch the next two. So four and a half. Very nice. Um, I'm going to give this three and a half. Okay. I really like it, but you know, it's not my favorite of the three. I think it's a great start, but I like part two more. Fair so enough. I judge accordingly. Fair and enough. then I have one screenshot of a letterbox review. It just says, The real fear was the friends we made along the street. <laughs> I just wanted to read that to you. <laughs> and you Thank you for that. That was wonderful. You're welcome. Well, that was it. That was Fear Street. Yes, it was. Uh, do the thing. You know the thing. Also support your local abortion fund and check on your friends with uteruses uh, that live in the United States. Because now the short answer is we're not doing okay. SOS. Yeah, that's weird. We're not doing okay. Uh, anyway, my next pick is... 1922 that is also on netflix uh, so you yes. don't have to pay for it and i'm glad because i've seen it before <laughs> i have also seen it before and i think that you and i have very different opinions about this oh yeah for sure yeah but that's okay i'm still excited to talk to you about it i'm glad one of us is we're gonna have a <laughs> Well, it's just always nice to talk to you. I mean, whether we, whether we liked the movie or didn't like the movie, the real fear was the friends we made along the street. That's a good point. <laughs> Goodbye. Anyway, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.